Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. Johnny Little making out. John Little, another episode. Dana Shin O'Neill, second episode uh, coming to you from the Courtney Palace. Yeah. Last episode with Mac Lindsay was uh, the first ever. This is the uh, second ever. The in the inaugural uh, episode. Yeah. Oh, uh, the mayor of Applebee's also sent a Christmas present. He's, oh, thank you to the mayor. He sent uh, Bunchums live. There. What, what is that? Bunchums, but. There's like a battery in them, so wow. you could turn them on and they like shake or vibrate like a uh, dildo. You can make a Bunchums dildo out of them. If you don't know what Bunchums are, we were sent Bunchums by, uh, I believe, Steph Brush. She started the craze. Uh, we did it. We reported they get stuck in kids' hair. They're like little... Uh... By the way, they, they do easily stick in hair because uh, I broke the old Bunchums out and I threw them at... Uh, Abby and they got stuck in her hair. They do stick. You can throw them from a great distance. It'd be cool if the electronic ones uh, crawled towards your head wherever you were. Yeah, like, you, you had were to sleeping. Like, fight them off. Yeah. Do you remember that movie with Tom Selleck when there were those uh, and Gene Simmons? Three and, men and a bunchums? No, there was robots. You remember the robot spiders and all these things uh, and they were like in, injecting people? Can't say I've seen a Tom Selleck Gene Simmons film. To be honest, no. He's like a cop in the future. Let me see if I can find it online. And it's, I want to say this is like maybe 85, 86, 87 maybe. Um, Was Gene Simmons in the makeup? Runaway. That's it. This movie terrified me. 
Because you couldn't get away from all these little robots. It's 1984. 84. There it is. Is this the pre- the uh, prequel to Batteries Not Included? <laughs> no, Batteries Not Included was like a Disney version. <laughs> I was terrified as a kid. What's the uh, synopsis of this? He's like a, he he captures runaway robots. In the near future, a police officer specializes in malfunctioning robots. When a robot turns out to have been programmed to kill, he begins to uncover a homicidal plot to create killer robots, and his son becomes a target. Yeah. <laughs> what is Gene Simmons' role? Gene though? Simmons is like the evil guy behind the evil robots. He's Luther. Yeah, and they they the robots are like spiders. They're like spiders that are the size of like a Coke can. And they crawl towards you and they like have a needle that comes out and pokes you and injects you with stuff. Kirstie Alley was also in it. Yeah, that was his uh, his sidekick. No, I think there was another lady who was his sidekick. Maybe that was his love interest. Stan Shaw played Marvin. I don't know who Stan Shaw is. But uh, yeah, just if you haven't seen it, I don't know if it's worth actually checking out. But <laughs> It may be. It, it may is not terrifying. Be. Uh, did you see, someone sent me this, and I think this has been really making the rounds on social media. Matthew sent me this. Um, so apparently, there's like security footage. Um, what, where was this? This security guard really goes crazy. On who? So there's security footage of, uh, two, it's like a, it looks like a gas station or a convenience. Oh, it's a 7-Eleven in Hamilton, New Jersey. And at the beginning of the 90-second clip, two uh, dudes in hoodies can be seen wandering in. They look like they're up to trouble. (laughs) Up to no good? Yeah, they look like they're up to no good. Uh, The man wearing a blue hoodie then hops the counter and brandishes what appears to be a a pistol. Uh, Then his friend hops the counter and he starts beginning trying to work the register, takes out a bag. He's going to take all the cash. While the security guard's there. A security guard barges in. And does he work here, or is this just like an off-duty security guard? He's a black dude, bald head. He looks like he has, he has at least one earring in, like okay. a stud. He comes barreling through the door and immediately starts firing his gun at these yes, guys. Yes, I like his style. <laughs> he hits the man in blue, walks straight up to the second thief, who's now cowering behind the counter and shouting the gun is fake. The guard does not care, shoots him. It. Yes, I support this man's actions. He shoots him and then says, and this isn't a, this is really what the guy said. I watched the video. Mine's real. Get up, put your hands behind your back. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> like he's Seagal. One of the robbers can be heard whining, am I shot? He goes, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> he says, put your, put your hands behind your back. I don't give a flying fuck. So is this guy work at this place, or is this just a, do- a security guard dude You'd who walks somebody in? Somebody would write like an article about this man. He's clearly. I love this guy's style, by the way. This guy. I hope no, he doesn't get any charges pressed against him. Are they saying that he might? I uh, know. I don't go scot free. Doesn't mention anything here. <laughs> As they all wait, because he, then he says to the clerk, "Call nine one one." He stand. He jumps the counter himself, makes the guy stand up, and the guy's like, "Oh, I was shot." He, where, where was he shot in the arm? I don't know. He goes, then he says, get on the ground. I don't give a fuck if you die here right now. <laughs> this guy, I think he also says, which they don't include, I think he said something like, oh, you fuck with the wrong one or something like that. Like he's like, he's like I'm fucking, I'm the, I'm the wrong security guard to be fucking with. Not on my watch. Dude, I mean, he, I, wait, if, I mean, he has every right if he works there. If he doesn't work there, I don't, it's I, a little odd. I'm but assuming he works there or the area. Yeah, that's great. 
if you want to see it, maybe I can show it to you. Congratulations to him because that is. Uh, he may get an action movie deal with lines <laughs> like that. Here he is pointing his gun at uh, at the guy in blue, and he clearly wants no piece of him. Oh, man. Yeah. He's that, that dude in blue's fucking pussy. <laughs> And he came in and just fucking just shooting his gun like a... This is the Wild West, man. Where was this, 7-Eleven? In New Jersey. I wonder if this guy was like a combat veteran or he just like wanted to be a cop. Like he really probably just saw some injustice being done and he wanted to uh, take care of the situation personally. (laughs) Oh, I I believe he said mines is real about his gun. (laughs) My mistake. Mines is real. Well, one says mines is real and then one says mines real. So I don't know which is the correct. Well, either way, I think we're just getting caught up on semantics and that. But it looks is that look like his his arm is shot? His the arm on his his right? Yeah, it looks like he shot him in the arm. And then I don't know where the other guy gets shot. (laughs) That guy's. I mean, look, he just got shot in the arm too. It's not even a big deal. You think he was trying to kill him, or he was going for the wound? I think he's probably trying to kill him. I mean, it's hard to shoot like a moving target. And then he shot the other guy, and they start bitching him. Unless you're like military trained or police trained, it, something tells me that like this security guard school isn't like the most fucking. Here's uh, the guy coming in over the top on this small uh, oh, guy this. working the yeah. register. Dude, these guys deserve to get shot. He had a fake gun. He didn't know it was fake, and he could have been. That could dude, be a lie. He doesn't he, know it's. He doesn't even know when you say it's fake. It may not be. fake. Anybody that wants to bring a weapon to a robbery, fake or real, he deserved to get shot. I it, mean, if you, if even if you're robbing somebody, you deserve to get shot. If you get shot, that's on you. They're that's going. Your own fucking so not deal. only were they both shot, they're gonna, they're most likely. I would assume it's on video. Yeah, you're gonna go to jail. Yeah, armed robbery. <laughs> Where I hope this guy intentionally goes to prison to fuck with them some more he just wants to ruin their lives guy's a real american hero i like his style man he's definitely security guard of the week on this show i I can't think of even (laughs) a close second (laughs) he might be security guard of the quarter it could be let's see what john little says of the fiscal quarter john little says about this guy's actions never fire a warning shot shoot you shoot to kill yeah (laughs) <laughs> you and John Little both well, agree with this man's antics. Yeah, but he didn't shoot to kill. He, I think he was trying to, but he missed. I want to know who this guy is. I don't know. We get him on the podcast. Call in. <laughs> Talk, he sounds like he has a lot to say. Mines is real. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That should be a t-shirt. Mines I mean, is real. I can't believe. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Surprised I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I guess it's really making the rounds. But thank yeah. you, Matthew, for sending that to me. And uh, Lance sent me this. Delta Airlines, uh, we may need to be yeah. sponsored by them. They're really Good taking them. a step in front of all the other airlines as committed to excellence. This is from USA Today. So rather than wait for federal regulation, Delta Airlines unveiled its own uh, tighter rules Friday for passengers flying with emotional support animals. I appreciate this. You know what they're going to do is they're actually going to, more people are going to fly Delta because what percentage of people have emotional support animals I'd say very few yeah 0.01 percent yeah so this is just going to increase delta's like look this is fucking this is good for our bottom line more people are going to want to fly with us because we're cracking down well and they're getting rid of this riffraff because in this article it states these animals are causing problems yeah that's what i mean people are like we i want to fly with them i don't have to worry about this bullshit well yeah they're yeah killing two birds with one stone like we don't even want these fucking idiots bringing their ducks their turkeys their muskrats why don't they have an emotional support airline they should it's just just emotional they'll give you an animal when you come in emotional support air yeah, you can get literally 
get an animal as you walk on board they hand you a cat or a goat there are seats with water tanks next puppy. to them so you can have a seal if you want yeah the bathroom that would uh, be huge bathroom has a doggy door so they could just come and go as they want <laughs> uh, there's the, just hay everywhere yeah so that, sure so the sheep can piss wherever they want yeah there's a guy just fucking with a pitchfork and he's turning the hay over if you want to have sex with them in the back of the plane <laughs> you can do that there's an area that's private uh the rules come as the airline carries about 700 assistant animals each day the carrier says really? increased. But I mean, how many flights is that? Yeah, it's a it's lot. Still small. Are increasingly misbehaving by wandering the cabin, defecating, or even biting passengers. This is what I'm worried about. Got to stop. This is what I. You know, sometimes you take off your shoes and, the, and maybe you'll stand up. Yeah, you could step in duty. How do you know you're not stepping in dog shit? Yeah, who knows? They and probably you know, just. How much time does that cleaning crew really have to fucking clean it up when they're turning that plane over? Four minutes. No, I've seen legitimate spills on the fucking seat duty yeah that guy that lady or dude had to sit in urine a seat soaked in urine and they're like sir you're gonna sit there and you're gonna like it you're gonna love it uh delta's rules for traveling with service and comfort animals starting march 1st require documentation confirming the safety and necessity of the animal 48 hours before departure make it hard for these fucking liars passenger must provide a veterinary health form or vaccination record for either category of animals for comfort animals and psychiatric service animals, the passenger must also provide a letter. Pro- proof that they're insane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, they have to be in a straitjacket. They're like, freak out for me right now. A letter signed by a doctor or licensed mental health professional stating the passenger's need for the animal. A signed letter stating the animal is trained to behave without a kennel, which is a big one because a lot of these aren't. They're and they put a summer sausage near it and make sure that it won't eat it. Won't and I think, mo- it. I think a real one wouldn't. That's right. Uh who is this? This is Delta's senior vice president for corporate safety, security, and compliance, John Laughter. Great name. Is it spelled just like laughter? Laughter. John wow. Laughter. Where do the laughters hail from? Uh, I don't know. Probably a uh, funny farm. hi Laughter. Laughter Finland. Laughlin. Uh, it says, this new policy is our first step in better protecting those who fly with Delta with a more thoughtful screening process. I appreciate okay. that, John Laughter. It says Delta carries 180 million passengers a year and about 250,000 service or emotional support animals. That's a fucking shitload. So that is a small percentage, though, yeah. of 180 million. Yeah. Uh, the Americans with Disabilities Act calls designated dogs and miniature horses as service animals. I don't understand. I, it's weird to me that... I, I want to know who was at the meeting, though, when they're like... Yeah, why horses? Miniature I, horses? I have no idea. It seems like the worst thing to travel with. Or to it, take anywhere. And why does it help? Like, at least a dog can, can like, help somebody if it needs Dog to. or a cat or a monkey. Like, that what's should a, be what's it. What's a horse going to do? Um, it said, which are trained often to assist deaf or blind people. I didn't know miniature horses were in that mix. I guess they might be. I've never seen... Wait, I've never seen the miniature horse leading a blind guy. Neither have I. Always, wow. always a German shepherd, in my opinion. Or a golden retriever. But the 1986 Air Carrier Access Act, this is what ruined it all. Open the door to a greater variety of animals to accompany a disabled passenger with a doctor's note in any seat. What oh, year was this? 86. Oh, they. Oh, all the way back then? It's only now being... Uh, they were fucking with us all the way back then. Yeah, unless the animal obstructs an aisle or an other area needed for emergency evacuation, and that should have never been passed. Shame on you, whoever voted for that. Passengers who increasingly bring along comfort animals say they calm them during stressful flights or alert them to problems such as higher low blood sugar. Wait, what? <laughs> Which I don't know how hey, an animal would be able to tell that. you just fucking monitor your own blood sugar? How can an animal tell your blood sugar? I don't know. I have heard, though, that there's like a thing they could like 
Well, the only thing you need is like a cam- cancer-sniffing dog. Bark once if I'm having low blood sugar. I'll <laughs> eat something. I have uh, I have a service animal can tell when I get a boner. Really? Because I have no feeling below my waist. I have a fart-sniffing dog who just goes seat to seat on the airline uh, so I know who to accuse. Uh, I have a fart-sucking dog that if you <laughs> fart, he'll, he'll sniff it up so no one smells it. Well, it's a good thing to have. <laughs> Uh, Delta acknowledged that trained animals typically behave. Well, typically is not always. But the carrier said untrained animals regularly stretch across seats or move about the cabin during flight. Unacceptable. Because of a vague definition of what qualifies, Delta said passengers have brought turkeys, possums, and snakes on planes as you know animals. I heard the possum thing the other day when I was driving on the radio. It, they keep mentioning possums. Who the fuck is bringing a possum? Turkeys are notoriously mean animals. I'll take a turkey over a possum, man. You realize yeah. that a possum is like not even near being domesticated. It's a rodent. At least they raise turkeys to kill them. There's some sort of domestication going on there. But a possum, it's an ugly, nasty little thing, man. And they're mean. They're vicious. It's like a large rat. Delta said it won't accept those critters as comfort animals anymore. I like it. Or other exotic animals such as hed- hedgehogs, ferrets, reptiles, or anything with tusks or hooves. So there goes the miniature yeah. horses around. Or your, or your rhino that you're going to bring. Yep. Airlines aren't required to accommodate unusual service animals such as snakes, reptiles, ferrets, rodents, and spiders, according to the department. I, Who the I, fuck's bringing a spider? I'm sure some idiots tried it. Oh, God. Comfort animals can be discomforting to others, I agree. Incidents of animals urinating, defecating, and biting and behaving more aggressively with growling and lunging have increased dramatically in recent uh, years, according to the airline. Yeah. Ban them. Ban them all. You know why? Because it's these are all rescue animals. Put them in the fucking that, under underneath, like a, Wesley Snipes. It's a rescue. Uh, it's a rescue turkey. That's what they are. They go to the shelter. They get these untrained animals. I think if you get bit by a turkey on a plane, you should be allowed to kill it and eat it. Yeah, you should be able to eat it on the plane. Yeah, you should, have, you should give it to the, the chef fist. and have them fucking cook it for you. Put this in the thing you fucking cook your already made eggs with. Heat it up and let's eat it in front of this person. In one highly publicized case in June, an emotional support dog bit a neighboring passenger in the face during the boarding of a flight from oh, yeah, Atlanta yeah. to San Diego. Yeah, we, we talked about that, yeah. one, didn't we? The rise on serious animals, serious incidents involving animals in flight leads us to believe that the lack of regulation in both health and training screening for these animals is creating unsafe conditions across U.S. air travel, travel laughter said. We're committed to consistently improving our policies, prioritizing the safety of all Delta customers and employees. Man, the day that laughter died is uh, going to be a sad one because he apparently is a great man. Well, I think it's good, man. I think that uh, I hope the others follow suit, make this happen. I hope Delta's business spikes because of this. I they, hope deser- they, they deserve it. I hope the other airlines go out of business. <laughs> And they, and they deserve it. If, they, if you're going to, uh, I mean, I, yeah, it's shocking that that came about in 86, all those years ago. People had more respect back then because you never heard it, saw it. Have you, yeah. I, I don't know how, I wonder how people realized that there was a loophole and then started exploiting it. Because back then, you only ever saw those small dogs, you ever, the small dog in the bag, which you still see now and then. But Yeah, people got too comfortable. That's what happens. Yeah, I guess. Have you heard the guy that ta- that's taken over for uh, Garrison Keillor for the new Prairie Home Companion? Cannot say I have. This guy. I have a Garrison Keillor type dislike of this guy now. Really? Oh. He's a, he might be a bigger cheese dick than fucking 
scary. The apple didn't fall too far from the tree with no, this guy. This guy was in New Orleans this weekend, and uh, he he was. It was all about how cold it was there. Let me see who this guy is. He was doing like a Led Zeppelin cover, but singing about frozen pipes in New Orleans. I'm telling you, this was bottom of the barrel. Right. He maybe were because he has no excuse. Gary Keeler was just old and out of touch. What's weird is I think they wanted a guy like in the Keeler mold. He almost looks kind of like Gary Keeler. <laughs> what? It's poor man. This poor son like of a, a bitch. Like a young version. Like, I'm talking, look at the bottom row in the middle. Uh, yeah, I see it, yeah. Like, it's not like, like exactly, like, but he's like what you would picture Gary like, a, like in high school to look like. Well, I don't, like he's like Gary's uh, better looking brother. Looks like, or nephew. Gary. It, high school Gary didn't look much better than, than what he looks now. He looks like he plays a mandolin. His name's Chris, oh, yeah. Chris Tile or Thile? He does. He loves talking about his kid who plays guitar. A lot of family shit, obviously. Where'd they find this guy? I don't know. They probably uh, reached out and tried to do like a replace Gary Keeler contest. You which... need to sing. You need to have the comedic chops. Oh, this guy does. This guy's he plays uh, like he's playing Led Zeppelin shit, and he's doing the worst. I mean, just bottom of the barrel. He was best jokes. known for his work in the progressive acoustic trio Nickel oh. Creek. All you had to tell me was progressive. In the acoustic, acoustic folk and progressive bluegrass quintet, the Punch Brothers. Uh. <laughs> this guy's doing this, but it's crazy. This guy's this guy's taking over, and he's probably performing for 10,000 people, and they are just fucking eating it up. Members, The three members of Nickel Creek met in 89 in uh, Carlsbad, California's That Pizza Place. Oh, I've been there. Hey, you know we should do a tour, go down there and uh, check it out, and see where see where it all happened. Ooh, he got divorced after only eighteen months of marriage in two thousand and four. Uh oh. But he later married actress Claire Coffey. Two thousand thirteen had a son named Calvin Eugene. Yeah, he talks about Calvin on there a lot. He does a lot of like embarrassing voices of like. Is the sound of, effects guy still there? Uh, this guy might be the new sound effects guy, also. He does like embarrassing wow. shit about it, it, mimicking his child and stuff. I don't know. I got, I'll have to listen. I, it's I one of those things. Him. Now you remember, I was like, I can't, I can't stand Prairie Home Companion, well, but I can't stop. Gary. Listen, but I couldn't stop listening. It was so bad. Well, this is like this is the next generation. Bad. Somebody out there is a probably reboot. loving it. Oh, I think it's a lot because it sounded like a packed house. People I, were creaming their panties over it. A few episodes ago, uh, I misspoke. Seagal's book that's out is is fiction. Seagal wrote a fiction book. Wait, it's a fiction book. It's fiction. About the demise of America? No. it's uh, So I, I did some a little bit of research. I looked at the reviews online, and they were phenomenal. <laughs> I may have to look at them now. Um Positive or I mean the positive ones are probably phenomenal and the negative ones or are was, there zero it was positive ones? All negative. Okay. It's Seagal and some author. And here's a synopsis. It says this is the story of an Arizona tribal police officer. <laughs> That's the way this is just like a this is just a movie. That guy Joe Arapayo writes the forward to the book. Yeah, that's why I thought weird. it was a real That's why I thought it was real too. Who stumbles onto one of the biggest cases in the history of the Southwest. This is not true though. No. He's a member of an elite group within the Native American communities known as the Shadow Wolves, which is the title of the book. <laughs> is this just a screenplay that he couldn't get made? Probably. Oh, my God. The Shadow Wolves. What comes with his discovery is the uncovering of massive corruption in places where he once had placed his total trust. 
Oh, uh oh. Shadow Wolves is a book of kind of like Seagal's uh, life when yeah. he portrayed all those women that he allegedly raped. Yeah, that it's a I... lot like that. Shadow Wolves is a book of fiction based on reality. Both authors have worked with, confronted, and seen the power of the deep state and the manner in which, at times, federal government agencies willfully violate the Constitution and the laws of the land in service to special interests. Now, that is true, uh, but I, he's not the guy that should be tackling this topic, by the way. He sh- it also shouldn't be trivializing it in some fucking fiction book that he's writing. Uh, it says, recent events has, for the first time, made many American citizens aware that the deep state is very real. That the mainstream media tends towards bias by uh, tends yeah towards bias by often offering a false narrative designed by the secret intelligence world in service to special interests. The fight for America's soul is taking place far from Washington D.C. This is the story of one small group of patriots fighting the good fight. You don't think we've already lost our soul with our, with our treatment of the Native Americans? It's crazy that this guy is fucking. He has the balls to go to, and be like, "I'm going to tackle this uh, real real situation with my." Fucking book. Fucking holier than thou. Let me look up uh, some Amazon reviews of this book. Because when, when I looked last, they were phenomenal. I was okay. thinking about reading it, but uh, someone listening was like, I'll read this for you, but I need to find a way to not give him any money, which makes a good point. Yeah, if you can find a way to steal it. You don't yeah. think the Beverly Hills Library has a copy of uh, Shadow Wolf? I do not. It's called The Way of the Shadow Wolves, The Deep State, and The Hijacking of America. And here's the cover, which also led us to believe that this was a work of nonfiction. It's Seagal superimposed over a wolf. So is Saul, why would the other guy also if it's a work of fiction? So is Steven Seagal playing himself in this work of fiction? Like why would he be on the fucking cover at all? It just says the author, I guess. The co-writer Tom Morrissey, <laughs> not Tommy Morris. Wow, uh, Tom Morrissey. Let's look at some reviews here. So why is he on the cover again? I don't. You don't hear I think like it's just uh, this Tom Morrissey guys like, hey, let, you're you got the star power. Let's ride it. Yeah, but you don't hear. <laughs> What about uh, Tom Clancy's not on the cover of his fucking book? Here are the uh, reviews. You can see the uh, breakdown, 61%, five star. Oh. See, we got to see some of these. I want to read some of these five stars. 26% uh, one star, and then a little bit in between. No, there really is no middle ground. You either love it or you hate it, uh, which is good. It's a good thing. Great book. I got, the, got it the mor- this morning and read through it in a couple of hours. It was a real page turner. Wait, how long is this? I don't you know. Got it a couple hours? Left me wanting more. Way to go, Stephen and Tom. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Dude, if, if this guy's reading a couple hours, you could probably read it in 45 minutes. This guy said, so far, this is what I've expected. Overall, great book. Well written and engrossing. Sequels, please. Uh, I enjoyed it immensely. Only complaint is that it kept me up as I couldn't put it down. I greatly- Dude, oh, by the way, this is all the publisher writing these. This is These are not real reviews. The only, by the way, they went on there, saw that everybody shit on it. So these they wrote these generic fucking reviews. I greatly respect the life and disciplines of Mr. Seagal. I don't think he has a lot of discipline, especially when it comes to diet or women. This is all his PR team. This was well written and riveting to read. He and Mr. Morrissey nailed it. Fiction, in quotes? Hmm. This is uh, a great book for those waking up to, in quotes, the synagogue of Satan. Sounds like an anti-Semitic comment. That one could be a real one. In there, in quotes, shadow government, which controls America's banking, media, etc. To take your understanding to the next level, check out freudsmafia.com. Good plug on your website there, buddy. (laughs) Uh, Let's check out some of the one stars, which was where I was. 
All going. those others were just the most generic, riveting, a real page turner. Right off the bat, Jay Miller says he's as talented a writer as he is, he is an actor. <laughs> That's his only comment. <laughs> you could literally not find a less qualified person to write about this topic. <laughs> What a fucking dope. Uh, this guy writes like a whole book. I'm not going to read that. Uh, hold on. Uh, there are a few times in one's life when one must take a chance. Hold on to that opportunity. Even, even with hands are sweaty, full belly with mom's spaghetti. This <laughs> guy's doing eight mile quotes. I know now that all those rentals I paid in Blockbuster for classics like Under Siege, Above the Law, Hard to Kill, and Who Could Forget ex- Executive Decision... All of them would train me mentally and decisively. <laughs> this book is my black belt test challenge I call life. <laughs> so thank you, Steve. Say hi to Putin for me. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, the most unintentionally hilarious book of the year, washed up actor Steven Seagal spins a fantastical tale that really gives a song of ice and fire. That's uh, one of the Game of Thrones books, a run for its money and the race to come up <laughs> with the out- most outlandish tale of all time. This is written word equivalent of having a full frontal lobotomy performed. <laughs> so people are liking it. People are really enjoying it. I lit- I rarely quit on a book before page 100. Literally, pun intended, could not make it past 10. Pure dreck. Man. The Trader's Guide to Snapping Necks and Cash and Checks for Mother Russia's Glory. <laughs> <laughs> that was by Black Hair Dye and a 6X Komodo. That's the guy's name. <laughs> we urge. Any- I don't know if you... Please get on Amazon and review this. I don't know if you have, to- have had to buy it from Amazon. I don't think you do. I think anybody can probably... <laughs> we get- urge anyone and everyone to-, to get some reviews and let us know they're there. We'll read them on air. Oh. Oh, there's a guy who said oh, that uh, Guy Fieri's in his town right now filming Triple D. Yeah, he wanted to know if he... Uh, yeah, he well, said, what are his marching orders? Well, here's what we got for you. <laughs> you got to go in and get in. Like, be in that restaurant. Get on camera. Try to get on the show, but like... Make it stupid where the 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 end know you're fucking around, but he would not if you could do that. Yeah, you should and say the you should try the Danish O'Neill Diner <laughs> in uh, Western Iowa <laughs> and say the word. Chor- I've never heard of it. And say the word chorizo a few times. Did you happen to see this? Is uh, I think a few weeks old. This kind of slipped under the radar. Uh, there's video that's come out. Apparently, JCVD, old Van Dam. Oh, I saw that. With was Cody? training. Uh, he went up to, uh, I believe they trained in Sacramento. Sacktown, uh, Alpha Male. You're right, favorite. JCVD place. fits in with the the height of a lot of the uh, yeah, MMA they, fighters. These are real teensers. So, this is before Christmas. Cody Garbrand, who was just until recently the UFC bantamweight champ, uh, some reason was like, just like shadow boxing, I guess. With Van Dam, um, and then Van Dam accidentally kicked him. By the way, not hard, him, not hard at all. And he like got pissed, Carber or uh, Garbrandt, Garbrandt, and stormed off. And Van Dam's like, "I'm so sorry." So Van Dam began by toe stabbing one of the alpha male coaches for a bit. Toe stabbing. I don't know what that even means. I guess just like sticking his toes into him when he was kicking him. Maybe. But yeah, but I mean, it's going to happen. So then he accidentally hook kicked uh, Garbrandt. Garbrandt wasn't wearing a mouth guard. Uh, I guess it may have hurt more than you think. He began furiously yelling at Van Damme, who apparently began to cry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> Garbrandt said I was like, I'm going to rip his head off, but it's John Claude. What are you supposed to do? All of a sudden, he looks at me, drops to his knees, and starts crying, and is like, my champion. And starts crying like that, so I felt hella awkward. Oh, my God. You sure he wasn't doing like a MacGruber, where he's like, I'll suck your dick? I don't know. He said, hands on my hips. I'm mad. My lip is all busted, and I got that hot sweat, so I just looked at him, and I'm like, John. I kept calling him John. I didn't know it was Jean-Claude. So I wa- or maybe Gene, I think. So I walked out of the octagon, just leave the place, left the gym. It was fucked up. Everyone was watching, taking videos. It was that big of a deal. So from the outside, it looked like I hit him and he was crying. <laughs> Dude, that seems like some I think serious these guys are drama, like, though. But I think this guy's like, I did probably didn't want to spar yeah. with the guy to begin with, and he kicks me in the mouth. I'm not wearing a mouth guard. If I'm going to get my teeth busted And previously, out. he was like kicking the other guy. I think he was trying to do show he could kick over his head, but he's older, so I think it hit well, him right in the mouth. I thought he was just just doing some uh, light sparring that hit him. Yeah, apparently uh, it didn't he, go well. He claims he was there to show. Well, I don't know why these guys show up. What's the point of him showing up in this gym? Because they claim that he was showing up some new kicks. Like, what fucking kicks yeah. could Van Dam, who has not competed in anything in 30-some-odd years possibly show these guys who are literally in the octagon on a regular basis yeah i don't know why you would need van damme or seagal or fucking apollo creed yeah. <laughs> what's his name uh the fuck's his name carl weathers yeah i don't get it and it, it only seems like it's gonna happen stuff like this is gonna happen these aren't professional fighters no and he's old are, these guys are i mean i will say this van damme's probably the king of knowing how to pull kicks because he works with stuntmen. It's true, but he's, he is older. He's he's a gymnast at this point. He's nothing more should than we, that. Should we get into this? Uh, we, real, real quick on the MMA. Did you see that Uriah Hall had a fucking mini heart attack and a stroke? I heard weight? about it. This is insane. Yeah, they got to look into their weight cutting practices. It's insane. Did you see uh, Rory McDonald's leg from last night? No, what happened to it? Oh, my God. Was it destroyed? I'll show you. It's the most horrific. Other than a, la- a bone sticking out, it's horrific. Really? But he oh. won the fight. I don't know how this guy didn't capitalize on this. Hold on. Uh, Rampage got beat by Chael Sonnen. Rampage weighed in at 253 pounds. Rampage. 253 pounds. Looked like he didn't train a minute. He was so oh, flat, I don't think he did. flat-footed, slow, couldn't stop a takedown. 253. He looked... He, he had, was at the top. I mean, 10 more pounds, and he couldn't even fight a heavyweight. He looked like he had like liposuction on his tits. They're like weird now, which is ironic because he used to call that guy Titty on the Ultimate yeah, Fighter. That's what happens, man. And Chael Sonnen only weighed like 220 or something. Look at that leg. I don't know what's wrong oh. with it. Oh, I'm going to throw up. I don't know what's wrong with it. It's, uh, it looks like Popeye's oh. bicep has been put into the front of his uh, shin. Oh, Jesus. And the guy, wouldn't. he went away from the leg kicks. He could have, like, destroyed him. That guy's good, too. Duh, uh, L- Lima? Dude, it, it was bizarre. And uh, he just, he, like, sucked it up and just, he had to be carried out of the cage. Literally carried wow. by two men. I thought that, I thought he fucking whipped him good. I mean, no, beat him. It was it was close. His, dude, you see, Roy McDonald's face was a mess. Man. He broke his nose. Again? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, he did not look good. And that, yeah, Rampage, I mean, what a fucking... And now Chel Sonnen is scheduled to fight the winner of Frank Mir versus Fedor Emelianenko. <laughs> Which, who I think he might be able to beat either. I think that, oh, I think that Mir will beat Fedor. I think so too. And then sadly. I think that Chel Sonnen will destroy Mir. 
Uh, I saw the UFC fights as well. Um, I think Mitrione will take that whole thing. I think he's favored. Francis Nagano, I think, is trained in cardio. I said on Twitter by Seagal. He fucking gassed harder than Shane Carwin's ever gassed. After one Seriously? round, he was dead. I can't believe you, though. He made it five. Dude, barely. I mean, I, but I saw some of those were 10-7 rounds. Some, some people were giving them 10-7s. There was a 10-7 in the score. Oh, there was? Because I saw on the... I just was looking at sure he, he bla- In the first round, he was throwing fucking bombs. Because he knew he trained for one round. And he hit him with some of them, and you're like, but oh, shit. He's a guy that really hasn't been out of the uh, first or second round much. What I said about it, if you don't know who he is, he's a guy. He's from Cameroon. He's this big fucking black guy. He's via France. Really nice guy. Um... And he looks fucking roided to the gills. I don't know who knows if he is or not, but he's fucking huge. And he throws fucking bombs. And he gassed. He looked, I said he looked, he looked like a tranquilized bear. Like he like, like could barely walk. I'm sorry, they didn't just call it. It was crazy. When you, when you oh, get to a 10-7 round, why doesn't the ref just call the fight? What there? was interesting, what was weird though, is that Stipe, who fought him, who's a, a wrestler boxer mainly, uh, was mainly holding him down. He would just put his forearm on the back of his head, and he would just sit down with his hands so he couldn't knee him, like in doggy style. Yeah, he was hitting him a little bit, but like he didn't like damage him too much. Really? Stipe probably took the he had a bad bad closed eye, um, but he did dominate him. He was just like holding him down, taking him down. He slammed him at one point. He picked that oh, big really? motherfucker up. And that, sl- wait, that dude weighed two sixty three. Did he pick him up? Not like a like a body slam, but he did pick him up and, and fucking, fucking threw him down. Him. And he just couldn't, and Dominic Cruz is like, he is so tired that he would rather lay on the ground and get punched in the face than have to try to stand up. <laughs> he, could, he couldn't what, get up. What a scary feeling that must be, though, to be that tired and just being pummeled by a big fucking dude. Well, then people made interesting comments because his corner looked like these fucking maniacs. One guy had like his sleeves pulled up. He looked like African, too. He had like long braids. Wait, his sleeves pulled up? What do you mean? Like oh, he had like, a t-shirt, but he was showing wow. he had big fucking arms. Like they looked like yeah. they could like beat the fuck well, out of him. Maybe he had a pack of smokes wrapped up in it. Then another guy looked African as well, and I was like, that guy looks like he's cornrows, but he was like bald to like the middle of his head, but yeah. he just shaved lines in the hair for permanent. Oh. And all they were doing was throwing towels at him and, and making him pick his head up, so he looked at him because he was so gassed. After one round. Dude, this could be the reason why he, he's gassed. Because you're training with a couple of fucking yokels yeah. and some idiots. Rogan, he had no ground game. Like, look, completely lost oh of what God. to do. <laughs> Rogan was interviewed him when he lost. And it was like he was talking to, like, a handicapped child. He was like, you did a good job. Well, no, <laughs> he didn't. But he didn't do a good job. No, but he's like, that's crazy. He's like, you will learn from this. And I was like, oh why is he God. speaking like that? He speaks English. And the guy could barely talk. He was so tired. Wow. He, this guy looked like he was like dead. By the way, how shallow is that heavyweight division? <laughs> that, that, that's your fucking. Steve is the longest ever. I know. Three, Three. consecutive that's it. defenses. Um, so, yeah, it was. Uh, they were it. all right fights. Not unreal. That one was kind of eh. Have you seen this chick in Alabama? Who oh, sorry, dropped, real quick. Oh. One uh, Cormier fight was good. Yeah, he whipped him good. It's good to see. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, it's good to see. A guy. He's a good guy. The fans are finally starting to come around on him. Dude, he's, he's the number two guy. He's, he's starting to look a little. Uh, he's old. He's little, like little doughy in the midsection. But he's he always older is. dude. Yeah, but he used uh, to fight at heavyweight. He, yeah, he, he had some good hands, which he like a little unorthodox. But he was tagging the. But guy. he tagged Jones a, f- a few times. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, a guy. Obviously, Jones is a fucking. 
you know, I was glad to see. Striker. I think Stipe uh, Velasquez, if he can stay healthy, will be interesting. They're very similar. When's the last time Velasquez fought? It's a bit question. of a while. He was there last night, so I think he's yeah, ready to come back. Well, I didn't realize Khabib uh, trains with those guys. With uh, Velasquez? AKA. Yeah, and yeah. Cormier. Those guys are uh, those guys go too hard. Is what the, is what Khabib the word on the is, uh, is Khabib is tr- is in the books to fight Tony Ferguson. Good fight. Know. Oh, did you see that uh, the eighty fiver? Uh, who's the, who's the Aussie guy? Uh, Whitaker? Whitaker. Yeah, he's hurt. So yeah. now there's another no, interim belt. He's got a staph infection in his stomach that's eating his organs. Oh, he, I didn't know that. He might Jeez. die. Oh wow. Yeah, it's like a life threatening. Jesus, a uh, mistreated. Staff infection that spread to his fucking stomach. He's a bunch of kids, some young too. God That's damn, sad. I know. Hopefully, he makes it. Uh, yeah, it's another belt situation in the UFC uh, among many. Did you see this fucking bitch from New Jersey that dropped all these n bombs, and then people got outraged, and then she does another video where she dropped even more n bombs? No, I haven't heard of this. You haven't heard of this? No, dude. This chick. I don't know how this chick will ever get a job. How I do old is not she? know how this girl will ever in her life find employment. How old is she? She's a college girl. She was from New Jersey. She was going to school in Alabama. And she, all, her whole thing was like there was water running in a bathroom at some club she was at. And she was talking about Syria. And then she was like, blah, blah. She just starts dropping N-bombs and saying that she hates black people. All this shit. She posts this on Instagram. People are fucking obviously mocking her. Then she posts another one later that night talking about her sorority is all she cares about in life. I mean, this chick is the most detestable human I've seen in a long time. Just dropping hard head bobs the whole time. And I was like, she's fucked for, I mean. Eh, she'll probably get like some alt-right, like reality show or something. I don't know, man. I don't think so. <laughs> there aren't that many hardcore <laughs> alt-right, man. That's true. I don't I know. how she got expelled. Yeah, she got kicked out of the school and the sorority. All the, and she moved back to her mom. Fucking, said, "I'm glad she got expelled." Yeah, her mom said, "I didn't raise her like, <laughs> dude." I'm telling you, I'll, you can play it after this because you don't want to play it now. But it name's Har- is, her name's Harley Barber. I was telling Taylor about this, and he's like, "She'll be fine." Then I showed him the video, and he goes, "Oh, she's gonna have a lot of problems." <laughs> she uh, got booted from the, her beloved sorority. That must have hurt. Yeah, that was the big. Uh, that was like the biggest blow. I mean, she's back and living with her mom now in New Jersey. Mom should throw her out. She issued an apology, but I don't see how you could possibly apologize for this. There's no way to be like what I did was stupid because she posted two videos. The second one was in response to the backlash. She's from uh, Evesham, New Jersey. She said she apologized in the video. She said, I don't care if it's Martin Luther King Day. Oh, no. Then repeating the N-word several times. Yeah, no, no. It's... it's she a, said, I'm from New Jersey, so I can say blank as much as I want. She then slowly states the word three times. Uh, she took a different tone in every Wednesday with the New York Post. I did something really, really bad. I don't know what to do, and I feel horrible. I'm wrong, and there's just no excuse for what I did. By the way, the, the, your interpretation of her, amplify that times five for <laughs> annoying. She is that. She's that like super arrogant, spray-tanned, just disgusting human being. I think New Jersey to Alabama could be the worst combo of states <laughs> that there is. She said she's in the South now, so it's fine. She said, I wanted to be an Alpha Phi since I was in fucking high school and nobody fucking understands how much I love Alpha Phi. Oh, means fucking God. everything to me. Uh, oh. She apparently deleted her social media accounts. That's too bad. 
Uh, oh, but people, but don't worry, people saved it for her. <laughs> forever. Yeah. To the end of time, my friend. She better change her name and get fucking some uh, plastic surgery. I don't even know if it's possible at this point to even, I mean, you, you would, she would have to change her name in order to find a job. You can't get hired anywhere with this sort of shit. You have one Google and she, the, the number one thing that comes up. The bar she made uh, in the restroom of, of the, she, one of the videos she made in the vi- restroom of a bar. They That's ban- the first one. She's been banned. Oh, from the bar? Yeah. Literally the least of her worries. (laughs) So at the very least, she got thrown out of school. She lives with her mother, who apparently is not very proud of her. Uh, Our sorority hates her, who means everything to her. Been only been thinking about it since she was in high school. You can hear someone in her her sorority say, don't post this in the back. Oh, really? Yeah. She's like, fuck you, Janine. I'm doing it. And uh, just watch it, because what we're even discussing is not doing it justice. Fucking. We need the security guard to visit her. But I, I, I saw a thing on a guy uh, that he went to Chick-fil-A. And remember the, when all the shit was going down with Chick-fil-A not supporting gay marriage and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. And so in the drive-thru, he started berating this, this employee. He's like, how can you work here? They don't support homosexual marriage and all this shit. And uh, he, he, he laid it on. I mean, it wasn't like the end of the world, but this dude had like a job where he's making like 200 grand a year now he, he had to move out of his house he can't support his family can't get a job anywhere and it, it don't worry it, it, what he did wasn't right but it's it was nothing on par with what this chick so i don't know who that's the scary thing about this fucking world now man shit follows you around be careful out there everybody yeah don't ourselves post, included <laughs> don't post shit ah uh, uh, we can at least hide under the guise of entertainment <laughs> comedy. We're attempting comedy. <laughs> it was maybe it was a misfire. Uh, yeah, good luck to that girl. I think it, I think it's an uphill battle, especially in New Jersey and New York. Yeah. No and shortage of uh, black people. I think in those areas. She's what twenty be, years old. I think nineteen. God damn. And you know the moms is parading her on a day to day basis. You fucking bitch. Go get a job. <laughs> Make her pay rent. What are you doing? You calling? You fucking? She should just drop. Bitch. She should just drop her off in like a bad neighborhood. Called them in like bad name in Bron in Bronx in the Bronx or like oh, Queens. It'd be like that. good luck. Give that, and then make her wear a sign. Yeah, like in uh, Die Hard Three. <laughs> make her wear an iPod, iPad around her neck that's just playing the video on a loop with her face in it. <laughs> she would get the shit kicked out of her. Uh, Have you heard about this one? Uh, this is the new social media dare that's sweeping the nation. Oh, is this the Tide Challenge? The Tide Pod Challenge. Dude, I, I agree you, with this. Did you take it? Because if you fucking idiots, if you want to eat Tide Pods, dude, go for it. Who the fuck? Who? I don't care what the challenge is, dude. At some point, you got to draw a line and go, yeah, I don't care. I think I'm not cool because I'm not going to eat laundry detergent. Uh, government watchdogs expressing concern over the dangerous misuse of a laundry detergent. And then, By the way, Tide is loving this. They're like, oh, this is really up in our sales, man. <laughs> yes, people or kids are buying it. In the latest social media fad, teenagers are putting detergent pods in their mouth in what's being called the Tide Pod Challenge. Ingredients in the pods include ethanol, hydrogen peroxide, and polymers. Oh. Highly toxic mix of detergent meant to wipe out dirt and grime. <laughs> Manufacturers to wipe out your taste buds have become concerned about toddlers mistakenly ingesting them, but uh, it's not toddlers; it's teens who are popping them on purpose and posting videos of the results online. 
Uh, are they swallowing them? Are they just leaving them dissolve in their mouth? I think just leaving them. Some fucking uh. a nineteen year old did this. Some guy named Mark Pagan did it on a dare. This guy's nineteen. Nineteen's <laughs> the magic number tonight. Told CBS News he knew better, but did it anyway. A lot of people were just saying how stupid I was or how why would I be willing to do that? No one should be putting anything like that in their mouths, you know? <laughs> yeah, we know, idiot. You don't need to tell us. Yeah, tell yourself yeah. that. What are you t- Hey, don't give us a PSA, you piece of shit. It's too late. Yeah, it's over. It's done. You're a dumbass. <laughs> You're going to be shit and tied for a few weeks. Uh, uh, the, <laughs> the acting chairman of the Consumer Product Safety Commission had to warn this stupid fucking country dude. that ingesting any oh, of the liquid carries a deadly risk. Oh, really? Dude, you, you know what? <laughs> How bad is this? We're so stupid that now they're going to outlaw the pod, the pods, because we can't keep them out of our fucking mouth. Of teenagers' mouths. We are fucking, this is the, the destruction of civilization. It said, uh, this and is I what love it. started I love out, every minute of it. It said, this is what started out as a joke on the internet, and now it's gone too far. The pods. I would <laughs> say that it went too far when it was a joke on the internet. It didn't matter whether people, t- people were doing it. It didn't matter if it was a joke. Said the pods are bright and colorful, and the children, they look like candy, but this guy was 19. Ten deaths have been linked to ingesting these. <laughs> All <laughs> deserved. Uh, well, two were toddlers. So that oh, well, no, not those. So, uh, no, anyone were like, it's oh, a teenager so, that can actually. Oh, no, so all the deaths, two were toddlers, eight were, were seniors with dementia. So the ten deaths were all. Oh. Uh, on into the, the, the teenagers. Well, I, should take, be the I pe- take it back. Teenagers should be the ones dying. Yeah. Well, also, you know what? Who knows, though? Maybe those seniors were trying to do the challenge to be cool. It's true. And the top. That's too bad. Now, oh, they they actually swallowed the whole thing. Oh, Procter and Gamble. I, ma- I want to retract my original It's retracted. Good. The maker of Tide Products, Procter and Gamble, told CBS News they should not be played with, even if it's meant that as a joke. Safety is no laughing matter. <laughs> that, that's... That fucking sentence made me laugh. So stupid. <laughs> uh, this lady for the consumer things that making the laundry packet opaque, less attractive, less colorful, reducing the toxicity what, yeah. and the strength of the detergent. Why don't you put little hairs all over it? Maybe put a beard or something, make it unattractive to put in your mouth. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. What are you doing? I mean, what do you? Well, you put a picture of like a topless Seagal on it. No one's going to want to put it in their mouth. But I mean, look at like, I don't know. Does that look great to you? Like, it's just the colorful fucking looks like. No, detergent. I've used these. It doesn't do anything. But I'm saying like, even if I was a child. It does, it well, no, I mean, a child. I mean, I can't, you know, a toddler. Yeah. And yeah they true. put fucking everything in their mouth. It's so, true. But in a senior that would dimension. Yeah. But these fucking kids. Teenagers. What a bunch of fucking idiots. Go back. Well, go back to the old cinnamon challenge. That was a more respectable way to die. Got to be honest with you. Cause no one knew cinnamon was going to kill you. I hope Mark Pagan got some street cred amongst his boys. Yeah. And girls. By the way, anytime you do that from experience, everyone just calls you a moron afterwards. Why would you do that? Nobody tells me Mark Pagan isn't like he, it was, may have been almost like a joke on him. Yeah, he may have just done it as a solo dare to himself. Um, yeah, it's fucking insane. Seagal, someone sent me. I don't know if we should even report it at this point. Seagal is up. He, someone else is accusing him of rape. Yeah, I saw that uh, when she was, I think, eighteen on one of the songs. Yeah, some model. I saw his. So good job, that. Steve. Keep, ta- keep taking down that deep state. Don't worry about your own. That's what's weird going though. Everyone's back kind of letting him slide. Like he has a book out, and like he's, this guy's not hiding at all. Problem is, is I think people know. Well, yeah, and he's like a traitor. So I think people should be talking about him more. 
Yeah, I think you should kick them out of the country. Uh, I saw this myself. The Philadelphia Eagles, Eleanor Kerrigan's own, they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. This is from Deadspin. This is la- the last rounds game last week. Philadelphia man was arrested on Saturday after police say he punched a police horse after getting ejected from the uh, stadium. He's 22. Classic. Name's Taylor Fredericks. Uh, according to the police spokesman, Hendricks allegedly excuse me, walked up to a mounted officer and began punching the horse in the face, neck, and shoulders. He also yeah. hit the cop in the legs, say police. Fortunately, the cop and uh, the horse were not injured. He's been charged with aggravated assault, taunting police animals, simple assault, and trespassing. What, do you think there's a... You think that brings any uh, street cred with him when, for punching a horse when he gets to jail? Who like, imagine hitting a horse? The feeling, like with your fist, it's no, crazy. I couldn't imagine Kinda punching maniac. an animal at all. Uh, the, here's what the Philadelphia Eagles fans said to Fox 29, who caught up with them: to come out here and punch a horse, especially when the cops on it, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Another one said, "That's not cool. That is not cool." <laughs> Someone else said, "Who in their right mind would do that?" Uh, Steve Stephen Finkel said it's an embarrassment. We still hear about Santa Claus and snowballs. We don't need this. They once threw snowballs <laughs> at a guy at Santa on the on the field. Oh, I remember. And they're that. notorious for putting rocks and like fucking illegal objects in their snowballs oh, and pelting people. You know what? Has anyone ever tried to climb up uh, on a step stool behind a horse, a cop horse, and, and tried to have sex with it? Uh, I don't know, but some people did send me a kid in Alabama, an eighteen year old was. Uh, he got caught porking a horse. <laughs> it's a great thing to get caught porking. <laughs> he may not, he may have trouble getting a job too. <laughs> I think the horse porker might have a better chance than this chick. Yeah, probably. At least he, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. That's only an article. Once you see video, where the written word sometimes is uh, pow- more powerful than the visual, but oftentimes the when the act is that heinous, it's. Uh, <laughs> The written word does not do it justice. It's uh, White Bread sent me this. This is an interesting one. This is Daily Mail. It's been a while. Uh, morbidly obese couple who met at a weight loss clinic over a decade ago have become intimate for the first time. Oh. Uh, finally had sex. Why? Because his wiener? He couldn't find it? Oh, they lost a combined 574 pounds. Ooh. What if he lost 400? She only lost 100. It could be. He could have lost 573. She lost yeah. one. It could be two. Lee Sutton's 42. Rena Kaiser, 39 from Missouri. They weighed 714 pounds and 542 pounds, God respectively. Damn. Uh, I believe he is the higher of that number looking at him. Had gastric bypass surgery in the hopes of having a normal relationship after their weight skyrocketed to a combined total of 1,256. There's uh, the man who appears to be naked. I don't know if he is or not. He might be wearing underwear. He just can't see him. <laughs> wow. He has uh, interesting arm tats. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, It seems like a weird thing. I'm going to go get some tattoos <laughs> yeah, it's not on this. That ain't your problem. Wow. Uh, so after managing to lose almost half their combined body weight in 12 months since they both underwent the surgery... They're finally able to have sex for the first time since meeting 11 years ago. What if it's, like, terrible? They're like, oh, yes. Yeah, what happened to this guy? How does he look worse after the surgery? Wait, let me see. Like, he looked like he aged, like, 20 years. Hey, is that uh, Louis <laughs> Anderson? <laughs> the same guy? What, what happened fuck? to him? It's uh, 10 years later, though. I don't know. I wish I could have been in the room while they fucked. 
Oh, I would have loved this. <laughs> I would have loved to walk in and smell the room afterwards. Something tells me there's a lot of slapping. Did he go down on her? Sounds. Like, is what is there? <laughs> I don't. Know. I mean, you're li- you still have a limited range of motion. Let's be honest. I know you lost a lot of weight, but there still is a limited range of motions. Like he's, uh, oh, here they are. It appears that she's bathing him. Is, uh, which one's the woman? I believe. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> uh, you know what they should have done? The smart move would have been like sell this video, live stream it f- through a porno company or something. Some I would like team some, up with you porn and then make your first time live. People would I would I would pay like a couple bucks to watch that. They are uh, featured on TLC's My Six Hundred Pound Life, where Lee shared his delight at their newfound intimacy, saying, "We never had intercourse before, but we can now." Wow, way to brag about it. The couple who first met when Rena and her older brother Michael decided to check into a weight loss clinic together spent years uh, using food to cope with their problems. I would say so. Yeah, I, w- I would say that's a that's probably a good analysis of that swallowed, situation. Swallowed a lot of aggression along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> but their mutual size got so out of control they were forced to rely on Lee's sister, Cassie, to come over and take care of them. Oh, As the cameras began capturing their weight loss journey, their weight had reached such a severe level that Lee was barely able to leave his bed and relied on Rena to take care of him. However, her weight was rising uh, so rapidly that she admitted she wouldn't be able to take care of him for long. And they were seen bringing in God, Lee's sister. damn, this is a real emergency situation <laughs> It was here. like the helper needed help. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm not doing too well either. <laughs> yeah, hey, pretty soon, buddy. Oh, he is naked right there. This is uh, where the dinky would be is blurred out. Hey, by the way, I don't think you need to blur it out, man. Yeah, uh, there's see. no dinky to see. Unless he had like a fucking... Like a twelve incher. If you had like twelve inches, you would still have three. If you had like, if you were nine hundred pounds, it's a disturbing picture. Oh man, just laying on his stomach with the shirt off, eating, eating food in the bed, just eating. <laughs> <laughs> they should laugh. In a preview for the it pro- looks like so. It's like almost it's like a perverted picture, almost <laughs> crazy. In a preview for the program, Reed admitted that it's uh, embarrassing that she and Lee couldn't even take care of themselves anymore. It's, but how? You're adults. Dude, so what happens when you're that fat and you can't jerk it? You must be blowing loads like every, know if every two weeks. You think his dick works at, this, at that but point? You, you know how this cum has to come out one way or another? I think it's just, I don't know. Yeah, he must just jizz. He must have wet dreams. Like, <laughs> he would, it must just be stuck in that food, <laughs> in, that, in the stuff. But he can't, you know, I don't understand even how they could be intimately involved after seeing each other in like the most. The most, but they may be the unflattering close. situations of their lives for ten years straight. But they may be closer than any couple ever. This guy can't even wear underwear. Okay, <laughs> this guy literally is naked in all those photos because they can't get underwear on him. <laughs> oh man, it's like uh, diapering an elephant. What the fuck? Ooh, it said having undergone the surgery, it seemed as though Lee was on the road to recovery and a healthy new lifestyle. However, he found it near impossible to give up his previous eating habits. Uh, quickly regressed to the junk food heavy high calorie diet he once followed oh boy his lack of motivation pushed their relationship to the edge so they're done now with rena admitting to the camera that lee began to get violent with her what as it was revealed he had only lost 99 pounds in the week following the surgery that's not good when you're 700 Ooh, and she called him out on it yeah and he went to a tap bull charger she should have dodged it, dodged, and he would have went through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. That would actually be pretty cool. <laughs> After Rena returned home, uh, the couple would continue to argue, argue over Lee's dangerous habits, and that angry foreign doctor, Dr. Nauzar Radin, 
The sent, best doctor in the world, by the way. Sent them to therapy in the hopes of getting them back on track with Lee promising not to get violent in the future. Oh, God. After she threatened to leave. Eric Heitz, take note. She, this guy didn't have to ride his bike anywhere. Nope. Vowing to put her own health before that of her partner, Rena worked towards her own surgery and promised to work as hard as she could. So she's like, fuck you, I'm going to do, do it she myself. She was like the leader, the trailblazer fuck of you, it all. Fuck you, Joe Boo, I do it myself. Seems though I think it ends a happy story. Well, yeah, they both fucked. Uh, it said it was after Rena's surgery that they realized they had lost enough to enable them to have sex for the first time. Did the doctor have to stay there and like uh, <laughs> they, take his vitals every couple they minutes? They had blood pressure cuffs on. Do they make a con? Like, I, God, he must have just got the tip in there because even well, he's still weighing what, like four or five hundred pounds. The end of twelve months, he lost three hundred and three pounds, dropping him to a svelte four hundred and eleven. Wow. Well, she lost two seventy one, dropping to two seventy eight. Oh, still not great. No, but two seventy eight, she should be busting out of there. She could go find some ass somewhere else. Uh, it's a combined weight loss of five hundred seventy four. Two seventy eight's not bad for her. Leave out to propose once they reach their goal weight. So that's what's that? What's their goal maybe like one eighty? I don't know. <laughs> Man, well, it's an interesting love story. I still, I don't understand how they even want to have sex with each other after like literally wiping shit out of their each other's asses for a decade. Oh, then the sister to be called in. and the smell. Oh, here's uh, the woman naked. I believe I don't tits are at least out. <laughs> yeah, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Like you could just wow. They don't even. Yeah, they blurt out what maybe a nipple or it might be a pepperoni from a pizza. She looks like she could trip over the bottom of that gut. It's that low. Yeah, well, it's definitely like knocking things off of uh, tables and stuff. God, this doctor must just hate mankind. Yeah, he's seeing it, and it's. Uh, I mean, he has to just talk to you, like, and they're just like, oh, I, can't, I can't stop eating this shit, and he's like, "What the fuck are you even doing here?" Yeah, I love when he gets mad. It's so it's so entertaining when he yells at people. <laughs> they said so. they would get in trouble at their uh, weight loss place where they first met. Uh, they had to either stop dating or leave. And he, Lee says they'd get in trouble for holding hands or showing any kind of affection. Why would they get in trouble for that? I guess this uh, place didn't allow that. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe because like... They left. Yeah, the clinic. Her, maybe her fingers were <laughs> covered in Twinkies. I don't know if he's <laughs> licking them. I don't know. Uh, uh, speaking of smells, you know who I thought about? I haven't thought about it a long time. Was the house. Remember the house that we used to deliver to? I'm not going to give her a full name. Yeah, I do, unfortunately, I, uh, remember that woman. It just dawned on me, having been gone some, so long from that job. She's definitely, unf- well, I would say, I don't know. I would assume she's passed away. Probably. It's. Uh, it was crazy to think that we you would even have to endure that at a workplace. It remember was, that people uh, throw up. Um, a Mexican girl we worked with did throw up. She was hung over and she went into this. It smelled so bad. It smelled like she had shit her pants and also had like fat fold mold and, growing. And uh, she had a cat, so it smelled like that. The cat piss everywhere. It was, uh, ooh. You would knock on the door and you would, as you walk up the steps, you could get a little bit of it, not a lot. A lot of anxiety on the drive over, Well, though. once you had been there, you knew. If you hadn't <laughs> been there, was... other people would kind of look at you and be like, hey, have a good time. Well, we remember you'd see her on the screen. You're just like, no, don't, don't, I'm not gonna, don't, don't give me the house. Don't give me the house. Don't give me the house. Well, then the door opened, and she would immediately say, shut the door behind you. I have a cat. And you would 
start panicking because you yeah. knew because well, you would hold your breath and you would think I could hold it and breathe through my mouth for a while. But then your taste buds started picking up on the smell. I once walked somehow through it. I walked to the kitchen and she, got out she, of it. She started sending you to. I had to walk back into it, and that was horrible. She started sending you to the kitchen to put things away, and that was breather time. Like you're like collect yourself. Yeah, you were. You like smells bad. Got out of the polluted atmosphere, and she would spray her cat with a water bottle. And she started talking, like having conversation, and that it just prolonged it. And she had to sign the receipt, but she would hold it hostage. So you, you know, eventually, I started taking chapstick and putting it under my nose. And trying to breathe, and it would help for like the first minute or two, and then the smell would just fucking absorb into the chapstick. Oh, I, I think like a decomposing body may smell slightly better than what this apartment smelled like. Yeah, I've smelled decomposing animals. It was, I mean, I can't even explain no. what it was like. And it, it's, but I looking back now from the outside in, it's just crazy that we ever had to like be subjected to that. Ugh. Like it, everyone just accepted that that's how it was. Like nobody was like, dude, I'm not going there. Somebody probably lives in that apartment right now and has oh. no idea that the fumes. Oh, like that whole building that carpet was so fucking old and drenched in that whatever juice that was emanating. Oh, from I can her. like, I can't Grease. quite get the smell in my, but I can, I'm getting a weird association with it, but I can't like recall this. I can kind of recall it, but not fully. Well, imagine a rotting body, like an animal that's been out in the sun forever, but it filled inside of it is hardened dog shit that has just been cracked open and it's still soft in the middle. With the whole. Those smells combined together. It, but it was like a 10 on a level of smells. It was intense. It wasn't faint. Dude, it was enough where I would get ex- very nervous there and yell and scream and curse. Why Why am I even doing this anymore? I would sweat in there. Like I would really, it would really gave me a lot of anxiety to be, because you're locked in there. Yeah. And you're, you're trying not to, your brain is telling you to flee, to run out. Yeah. Because I'm sure that stench, that cat probably had some form of lung cancer. That smell. And by the way, there was no tip involved in this. There was a dollar. Yeah. she For your troubles. She would compliment. I think she complimented my hair. I was like, lady, I yeah, need to get like, out of here. Stop she, talking. She, she said I look like a young Prince William. She wanted to know <laughs> if I was royalty. And I said, yeah, royalty lady. That's so why I, I work here. here. Fucking delivering groceries. I'm the, I'm the king of grocery delivery. <laughs> you fucking idiot. The house. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe something just brought that up inside me. Uh, uh, could I have one quick why story? Yeah. Before we get out of here. I've, uh, for those of you who's like, oh, he's going to run out of stories. Now he's at this classy place. Well, I've already had a problem at the new new place. What? So I'm new with the lock on the locker. It's a, just a different routine. Wait, you have a locker? I, well, I have a oh, lock. Oh, at the Y. Yeah. Oh, okay. For, I thought you were talking about this place. For no, no. So I went, so now my order's thrown up, thrown off after my swim. So I went to wash my bathing suit and uh, I, I snapped the lock in place. And once I snapped it, I was like, I know, fuck, I you, locked the key inside the locker. <laughs> so I'm pulling the lock and I'm just, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's not going to work. No, I know. But you're just like, your mind's like, ah, fuck. I'm looking around like, come on. How, what'd you have in there? Your wallet and stuff? My wallet, my keys, oh. my, everything. Jeez. All my stuff, and all, all I'm in is a bathing suit uh, and, and sandal. That's all, and a towel. I have two towels. No phone, nothing. And so I'm like, uh, "Fuck!" 
So I'm looking around the locker room. I'm soaking wet too. I'm looking around the locker room for a wire hanger because the key is on the Tito's vodka. And you can pull it. It has like a grate or something. A on little it? bit of a gap, and I can I see uh, where it is. It's on the top shelf. Okay. And I and it's on the Tito's vodka lanyard we got for the Phoenix Comedy Festival. Okay. The All Things Comedy Festival uh, festival in Phoenix, and. Uh, so I'm trying to get a wire hanger. I'm looking through lockers. I think people think I'm trying to steal. So I'm like rocking through it. I can't find one fucking wire hanger in this place. I saw one the other day. I was like, where the fuck were you where I needed you? So I'm, I'm looking. I can't find anything. Um, so then I have to put a towel around my waist, which they must may have thought I was naked. <laughs> and then a towel around my shoulders and walk to the front desk. You had to ask him for a coat hanger? Well, I was like... I know that they had a, um, I saw a bolt cutter once. I saw a guy hold oh, it up in the office. Okay. So I was like, <laughs> they, they, can I borrow that bolt cutter? So I was like, so the guy working the front desk is this guy had a, had a beautiful ponytail. Uh, and I was like, here's what's going on. And I was like, do you have anything I could try to get it out with? And so he, he, he comes out with I, a pair of scissors, like an oversized rubber band. What are you, you going to do with that? And two paper clips. <laughs> and he says, if all else fails, he grabbed the bolt cutter, too. He's like, I don't want to have to come back for it. Why did you just say, hey, why don't you just give me the bolt cutter? Well, I, I wanted to go for the... I was the one who asked, do you have anything I can how try far, to get? How far... How deep in was it? It was like... It was pretty deep. It wasn't like right there. Yeah, so like, what are you going to do with the scissors and the... So I tried with the scissors, and, I, and you can only open it like less than an inch. And so the scissors do nothing. They can't even get into yeah. where I want them. So then... I take MacGyver's paper clips he brings, one of them, I unfold it, and uh, I'm fucking like, just jam- I can't see, really. I'm just jamming it around in there. And at one point, I didn't even realize so it. So it's not that deep. If you can hit it point, with a paper clip. At one point, I hooked it, and I didn't even know, and then I lost it. And I was like, fuck. So it wasn't that deep in there. Uh, was paper clip only gave you yeah, a, like But I couldn't see inches. it was the problem. Yeah. So then we, ca- we came up with the idea, me and this guy start forming a team, and we're like, Look at this, dude. this wouldn't have happened at the old Y. No. Well, and also, it was more the principle. I was, Real camaraderie there. I was upset with myself that I was like, I just got this. I knew I could. And I was like, if this takes an obscene amount of time, I'm just going to tell him to cut it. Yeah. So we took t- the two paper clips, straightened, used the fucking huge rubber band to like hold them together. We just put it around it like a hundred times to create like a fucking long. Like a mega. A mega, mega paper clip. So then this is the point where this fucking Australian guy comes to use the locker right next to me. I saw him swimming. Decent swimmer. He's wearing, he was an older guy. He's like 50s. Wearing a pink bathing cap. Uh, bright pink. Breast neon, cancer awareness. Neon pink. And he starts changing and he sees me, uh, sees both of us. Like the guy's holding the locker open for me. I'm fucking just ramming my uh, paper clip in there. And he's like, hey, stealing some stuff in the locker room I might. And I was like, ah, yeah, I'm just trying to get my stuff. And so then, like, and he just won't shut the fuck up. And he's like, oh, yeah, likely story. Hey, let me just no, get. He's, he's beating this joke into the ground. Yeah, he's having a good time. And he asked the guy with the ponytail, I'd like the name of your accomplice over there so I can report him for uh, aid and abetting. Oh, and I'm like, okay, just, dude. Well, let it go. I'm like, shut the fuck up, all right? He starts putting on his khakis. He puts on a pink shirt. I guess it's his thing, a, like a bright pink uh, button down. And so then he's like, hey, I've been there before. Lock the lock, the lock inside. That's why I switched to, uh, to like the ones uh, you can combo. do the numbers on the side, though. Like not the turn. Combo lock? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all combo. Yeah, yeah, combo. 
And he's like, hey, just cut the lock, mate. What's the lock between? Fr-? And I'm like, will you shut the fuck up? Like, just give me a goddamn. He's giving color commentary. Yeah, he's like, I don't it. need your fucking bullshit right now. So then he leaves, finally. And uh, we realized that from the top, you could see, because like, the guy's like, what if we make it a hook and go down from the top? Because there was a gap in the top, too. And I was like, there was? Yeah. And I was like, that's a good. Wait, a gap like what? To just let smells out? or Well, like, because you could open it a little bit, just like the same as it was on the side. Okay. Well, because like the lock, you know, like, because it only prevents it from like, you know, like it stops like through a hole. Like, yeah. So you can open it just like a little tiny bit. But there's a goddamn coat hook right in the middle. So I couldn't go down from the top. How long is this all taking? This is like five to ten minutes. Okay. Maybe a little more, but nah, like around that. And so then, but I'm like, how about you stay up there and you guide my, you be the eyes, I'll be the hands. <laughs> and it's the first try. We did it. He, he guided go. me into it. And after all that, so I get my shit and I like, I gave him a hearty hand. I'm like, thank you so much. He really went fucking above and beyond the call of duty with that. Uh, and I look, oh, he left. He's like, oh, no problem, man. Like, so now whenever I see him, we have a real special bond. <laughs> me and this guy, I don't know his name. <laughs> But guess who left his lock on his locker unlocked? He left it dangling there. The stupid Australian guy left his fucking piece of shit combo lock unlocked on his locker. He was too busy talking shit to me. And I I reported it to the front desk. I said to that ponytail guy, he was too worried about what we were doing. You reported it? I said, well, I I gave it to him. He left it unlocked, like just hanging there on his locker. After he took all his stuff off. Yeah, he, so he left and forgot uh, to take his lock off because he was too busy running his fucking Australian yapper. Just tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> I don't know if he ever got it back. I saw him, but I was like, I don't even That's like, what happens. I don't even feel like following up with this fucking guy. Uh, all right. Well, 127 in the books. There is it is. It? Is that where we're at? Uh, sounds right. Okay. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Let's uh let's get out of here. All righty then. If you're in New Jersey, watch out. It seems to be a crazy state these days. <laughs> these days. You see the situation might be going to prison for a few years. He uh tax evasion. Nine million dollars. Uh, he also uh got in a fist fight with his brother he, a couple years back. His brother's gonna go to prison with him. He uh he's doing the reunion show though, so he's having the time how, of his life. How on. the fuck does an idiot like that make nine million dollars? <laughs> I don't think it was from that show, was it? Well, it, it was. I mean, without yeah, the exposure of that, yeah, without, yeah, that shows the reason he was making anything. The situations going to prison. Yeah. Have you seen the show Dark on Netflix? I haven't started it yet. Pretty because cool show. I have. I've heard. Um, I'm uh, I'm like a little over halfway because I have to read so. Usually when I watch TV, it's while I'm eating, but I really got to focus. Yeah. So I have not. Uh, what do you mean have to read? It's all in subtitles in German. No, it's uh, dubbed. They dubbed it? Yeah. Oh, it used to be in subtitles. Oh. I thought. Version I'm watching oh. is dubbed. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe because it became so popular, they started. I thought it was originally a subtitle. If there's something in writing, it's subtitled. Oh, no. I, you know, I, I had originally thought it was all subtitled. Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe yeah, when this... I thought when it first came, maybe it was. Uh, I don't. Yeah, this is dubbed. Oh, okay. The, yeah, oh, I didn't the, know that. Well, now I'll tune dubbed. in. Uh, uh, was, yeah, it's a good show. Every it's... time we're like, oh, I don't want to read right now. Yeah, no, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know if it was ever. Maybe it was not. Maybe that was just what I had assumed. I thought they just bought it 
and we're like, let's just dub it instead of refilm it. Yeah, I didn't know if the maybe they maybe it was originally not dubbed, and then the popularity they're like, oh, people like this, we'll dub it or something. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's almost like eh, it's well, they say it's like it's like a European Stranger thing. Yeah. It's not re- it's not like direct, but it's if you like that show, I think you would like this show. Yeah, I'll say that. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's uh, not subtitled at all. So I would uh, I did check not it know out. that. I'm glad now that I know that because now because I've been wanting to watch it. But yeah, I think it's only ten episodes so far. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, a little confusing at times. There's a lot of uh, back and forth between different eras, and you're like, wait, who is that guy? Like, this is like a bunch of different families. But yeah. uh, you can keep it straight if you if you keep your head on a swivel. Uh, and also, if you want to watch a good movie, go watch Mother. It's a real fucking, it's a real fucking ride. Oh, the one that came out. Uh, Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, not too long ago. Ooh, it's a, people, some people don't like it. <laughs> like I thought it was. Javier Bourdain. It was a Bardeen? hell of a hell. When you come to movies and you get things that you don't, you that blow your mind and expectations, it's usually a good thing. Mother. This was that. Very insane. All, All right. right. Don't eat Tide Pods, everybody. Let's play the song and let's get out of here. Later on. Danish O'Neill Danish and O'Neill Your empty hearts They will steal Danish and O'Neill Danish and old new, Danish and old new, Danish and old new, Danish and old, Danish and old, Danish and old.